When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is the priority for Chelsea in January and the latest on Conor Gallagher exit? That is all coming up on today's edition of Let's Talk Chelsea. Hello there guys, welcome to 2024. I know we're three days into it now, but I did take a little bit of a break to give you my predictions video that I posted on New Year's Eve and then I did have my birthday on New Year's Day. Thank you for the kind messages I got on social media, really appreciated. And now we're back covering Chelsea and the main topic is going to be about Chelsea's January transfer window and what is the priority and Slightly different news show today. We will get to some of the headlines and actual news later in the show. But I wanted to get your thoughts on my YouTube community page and also on X, on Instagram, because I was curious what the responses would be pertaining really to Chelsea and what really should be the focus over the next month. And I was pleasantly surprised by some of the responses that we're going to get into one of the questions of today is not only what you think the priority should be, but what do you think is the best Chelsea January transfer window signing? A couple have come up in recent days. I think Olivier Giroud, for me, is it has to be near top of the list. Gary Cahill, obviously, I think if we're just looking at success and the number of trophies he won over his career and influence too, is probably a forgotten one as well. There are some others. And uh, maybe Chelsea, if they are going to sign one, we hope they are more of the Olivier Giroud, Gary Cahill ilk, then let's say Pato or Gonzalo Higuain. So hopefully that will be the case if we do spend in the market. But this was interesting. So the YouTube poll I put up where you guys voted over what kind of was your priority, defense, midfield, attack. Attack at the time of recording is way out in front, 81%. I'm not entirely surprised by that. And it's similar on my Instagram poll it's it's very high regarding attack again not entirely shocking given the discourse we've had over recent months but when people started to comment and they also commented this on x when i asked the question as well i think we got some interesting answers in terms of what people feel about chelsea's direction and why the kind of the natural gut instinct response of spend 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 maybe isn't quite what chelsea fans are feeling anymore 
So firstly here on the YouTube community page, some of the comments that you left, uh, Alexa here, we don't need more confusion. We just have to stick to what we have until the summer. Luke says, personal wise, we need a striker. Coaching wise, we need to organize the defense. I don't see the point in buying a defender. We have, a de we have decent defenders who are grossly underperforming, so the coaching needs to improve. Verisandi says here, I literally don't want anyone new. We need stability. Only Andre Santos would be an idea to come back from his loan since that doesn't look good now. Then moving over to X, suddenly Stan says, number one, keep your most vital players such as Gallagher. It's mad I even have to say that. Number two, make moves to further the development of our young players. Maybe send Breuer on loan, recall Santos. And three, maybe bring in a striker and versatile fullback that can play right back or left back. And then the final two here, uh, Zamoni says, sit back, watch and learn how rivals handle the transfer window business. And finally, Bassman with straight and direct as he usually is, sporting director. So I was, again, encouraged. And I, I think that the responses that you gave are that you don't have a lot of confidence in the way Chelsea are doing business anymore. And I don't blame you because I feel the same. Who I would buy this month cost Chelsea absolutely nothing. No one. Very easy signing. There's going to be no discussion over whether he fails or succeeds because he ain't coming. I think the one signing I would make is giving Conor Gallagher a new contract. I mean, if, if Chelsea are going to spend any money this month, that's where I would be prioritising. But of course, that's not very specific to the January transfer window. But you never know how things could develop. We'll get a little bit later on in the show. We'll talk about that situation and the latest on it. But to me, I think in terms of my priorities, yeah, sure, feasibly there could be an area that we'd want to improve left back is one of those especially the injury problems that are so consistent with Ben Chirwell right back is a similar story I mean Malo Gusto I think has been performing really well in recent weeks since he returned from injury but you know he goes down with an injury we don't have Reese James back till at least the spring so again the, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that there's nothing Chelsea could do and in the striker department too, I mean, Victor Osserman is once again given a little bit of a wink and a nod that he maybe would like to move to Chelsea in the summer. So then maybe, are you kind of of the belief if you want Victor Osserman, are you actually willing to wait till the summer? But then are Chelsea actually going to be able to buy Victor Osserman? Uh, we'll see how that develops. But then there are striker options out there that are being touted. Is there an Olivier Giroud type player who sure is a little bit short term, sure isn't going to be your five star you know, week in, week out starter, but it's someone who has a bit of experience and maturity who could help the likes of Nicholas Jackson, who we now don't have because of Afghan for a little bit. Armando Breuer, that's another, I guess, strategy we could have, but then who do you buy and how do you make sure it's not, you know, a Higuain situation? It's more of an Olivier Giroud situation. And I've heard names like Dom Solanke. I really like Dom Solanke, but it would be very ironic for Chelsea to sign a player who was once in their academy because now he's deemed experienced. So let's go into some of the news of, of what Chelsea could be doing. So, so I think the fan perspective is, yeah, sure, attack is probably high priority. But a lot of the responses I got was, don't really trust what Chelsea are doing. I don't trust that we'll make the right decisions. And again, I think that's a telling indictment. I think it, it tells you a lot about how people have seen the transfer business and have come to the conclusion over a, a period of time, a decent period of time under his ownership, that it's not actually going to help the solution. And also maybe just a little bit of faith in the young players we do have and being excited by Cole Palmer, being excited by Christopher Nkunku, being excited by Noni Manawake, who has played well recently and, and wanting to see players that we've already invested in get more time for the rest of this season. So that, I think that's interesting. And, you know, if you agree, disagree, let me know in the comments below. But let's go into Nazar Kinsella's piece for the Evening Standard. 
Chelsea do prioritise a striker in the January transfer market, he reports, after turning down a battle over Tottenham target. That Tottenham target is Nice defender Jean-Claire uh, Tadebo, which a move for him seems unlikely. I know Man United have also been linked. Tottenham apparently saw him as a target as they weighed up their centre-back options. They're apparently been no formal talks between Chelsea and the 24-year-old French international but a move for a new centre-back is seen as a lower priority this month and he goes on to say Nazar Cancelo this is key Chelsea need to sell players to help fund any transfer business with Ian Matson, one player who could leave amid talks with Borussia Dortmund and finally Gallagher is likely to turn down any move away so on that front that's really good not entirely surprised that Conor Gallagher himself is determined to stay at Chelsea but I don't think that reality, although it means that yeah, Conor Gallagher stays at Chelsea, I still think we should all be very concerned that hierarchy-wise, in terms of Chelsea's strategy, they are even open to selling him. I think you can still, it's not like, oh, we just all calm down now. You know, happy that Gallagher stays for the rest of the season. He's been one of our best players so far. He's integral to our team. We all know that. But the fact that that is kind of even a consideration for the current um, sporting directors, the current club, it is not is not good news. It's still something that, you know, should very much concern you. And I think fans are reflecting similar. But in terms of Ian Matson, not surprised if he makes a move this month because he's barely been played in his preferred position, which is left back. When I thought in the summer, it would be quite obvious that he would get chances. And especially when Ben Chilwell went down injured. Marco Correa, of course, is injured now himself, but, you know, had a little bit of a resurgence. But the fact that there could have been time there for Matson to play in left back, I think maybe says what Pochettino thinks about him. Is he ready for Premier League football? Is he ready for the demands of Premier League football? He had a very good loan in the championship with Burnley. Uh, and I think that Borussia Dortmund would, would be an amazing move for him personally. I think that's such a great club to go and develop at. But in terms of if we're not going to be selling either Armando Brea, Conor Gallagher or Trevor Chalobah, who, of course, is injured, so it's unlikely he's going to make a move this month, even though it felt inevitable recently. You do think that Ian Matson kind of goes top of that list, doesn't he? The other move that is close to happening, Matt Law reports Chelsea teenager Alex Matos is to join Huddersfield on loan. Although the loan is not complete, Matos is expected to move to the Championship Club Huddersfield for the second half of the season to gain more valuable experience. I think this makes a lot of sense. He's effectively been a first-team squad player for the whole season. But a few sub-appearances here and there, you know, really isn't going to cut it for a player who clearly needs to make the next step in his development. And I do think with, you know, you see Nadi Manawake taking his opportunities and Kunku coming back, Cole Palmer, the, uh, Mikhailo Mudrik, Raheem Sterling, there's just not enough space probably for him for, for half a season. And I actually think Huddersfield, Huddersfield are not the Huddersfield they were when Levi Colwell was there. Of course, they were in the Premier League in the past decade, but I do think they have an amazing track record with young English players, especially, and just young players developing on loan. I mean, not even Chelsea-specific ones. Ben Chilwell, way back when he was at Leicester, went on loan to Huddersfield, did really well. Emile Smith-Rowe, of course, Arsenal, went there, had a really good loan. We know Trevor Chalabar spent time at Huddersfield. And of course, I think top of that list is Levi Colwell. And so I, I think it is a good environment for him. And I'm such a big advocate of championship loans because it's such a physically demanding league. There's so many games. It's so intense, but tactically too, I think it just, it, it it's I, it's not a safe bet. And it's not to say that Alex Matos is going to go to Huddersfield and turn into this world beater. But I just think that 
it probably is a decent loan move, at least for half a season, to get him that football at a team that isn't doing amazingly well to, compared to what it was, but does have a good track record of developing players, giving them the time they need on the pitch and then returning to their parent club and then trying to break into the first team. So I think it makes a lot of sense. I think for the rest of the month, and I know you, know, you guys will, will have your opinions too, I feel like for me, I'm just very much at the stage now where getting excited about transfers with Chelsea is just not, it's just not the same anymore. And it's not to say that I won't make shows when Chelsea do inevitably sign someone else. And it's not to say the transfers can't work out because that's obviously a silly and very reductive take. Cole Palmer is living proof of it right now. I think Nicholas Jackson, if you look at the numbers so far this season, is turning out to be an all right signing. It's not to say that Chelsea, all of our signings in recent years have been absolute rubbish and nothing ever has come good from us investing in the market. It's just that I think the the sentiment I saw when I'm just reading through comments, not ones that I didn't even include, include in today's show, you know, reflect what I'm feeling. I think reflects a lot of the conversations I am having in the sense that people just have seen too much failure have a lack of trust and faith that the people running the club will make smart decisions. And I think a lot of that is very much led by the Conor Gallagher situation. Because if you're willing to depart and sell Conor Gallagher, your best player, your most important player at this stage of the season, then if that's what you're feeling about potential outgoings in your squad, then what are you doing incoming? And then when they see some of the targets, especially ones who probably will have to go out and loan for a number of years until we even see them in the first team, this is something that I think gives people concern. And if the club is very strict on this kind of policy of under 25-year-olds, then the idea of experience, which I don't think is as simplistic as you get a 28-year-old and they're going to give you great you know, output because Chelsea have had players of that ilk they've bought in recent years who haven't provided that. So I, I don't think it's as simple as let's buy someone very much mature in their age and that's going to mean we're going to get instant impact. That isn't always the case. But I do think if you're just if they're sticking to that policy, then I think frustrations people have had already about this current transfer policy are not really going to be resolved over the next month. And actually, I've always been an advocate in the January window, unless it is so desperate that you have to make a move for someone. I think it's better to just sit tight and wait to the summer when there are better options out there. Uh, because uh, my big fear with Chelsea, and this was something that I think we saw a lot under the previous ownership as well is this idea of bringing kind of bit part players in who don't really, you know, transform the options you have and not a massive upgrade. And in like one to two years, you're looking to ship them out because they're no longer good enough to play at a decent level. To me, that's just a waste of money. If we can actually invest in, you know, for instance, in the centre-back department, why not give Alfie Gilchrist for the rest of the season some consistent Premier League minutes or just appearances off the bench? rather than going out and spending 30 million on someone who may not be actually any better than what we already have. I just, I, I don't, I, to me, that logic is just like new shiny toy syndrome. Like, let's just actually invest in what we have. Can we develop Leo Casadine maybe, bring him on a few times? We've seen Alex Matos given some chances. He's now going out on loan. And, and of course, Andre Santos returning, I think, is, is a big one to me because Matos going out on loan, maybe Santos takes that place. And it's been an absolute waste of time, his loan at Nottingham Forest. I know Forest have had a lot of problems. But again, I, I'd rather look internally just for now because I do think, as Bassman said, and I, I said this on my predictions, sporting director for me is really the big signing that Chelsea need to make. I, I would rather clarity over one sporting director that has a lot more power rather than a 
many cooks in the kitchen and I think it slightly confuses things. Those are my thoughts as ever. Please do let me know yours in the comments below. If you did enjoy watching or listening to today's show, if you're on YouTube, please hit that like button. Please share this video around with friends. You can follow me across the socials at Son of Chelsea. Thank you for listening to the podcast as well. Please do give us a positive rate and review. It really does help the show out on there. And I'll see you again very soon. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network.